Have you ever looked up at the stars and wondered if your world and everything in it is merely the result of four pasty weirdos who may not even be wearing pants, sitting at their computers talking to each other? What if the moment these dorks grow bored of imagining your world, they can just ball it up and throw it away? Well, welcome to Disposable Worlds. Disposable Worlds, the show where we take your ideas. They got nothing. We take them. We just take <laughs> and them and keep them. We keep them in our pockets. We take your ideas and we don't give them back. Welcome to Disposable Worlds, the show where we take your ideas and pawn them off as our own. Smash them together and make them sound better than they were in the first place. My name is Ryan and. Sometimes worse. Yeah, sometimes worse. My name's Ryan and I am the guy who is pickpocketing your brain. I'm the guy. No. I'm the guy that's distracting you so that my other unsavory friends could be pickpocketing your brain. Uh, I'm Cody, and I am the uh, ancillary distraction, secondary distraction. Um, For in case the first distraction falls out in the line of duty, if the first distraction gets killed and or murdered in the process of distracting, I step in and take over. Mm-hmm. The yeah, the extra distraction. So mostly I just sit it out and watch you guys do your thing because Ryan hasn't died yet. I'm, but I still get a third of the cut. I'm Steven, and I'm the brain pants that have failed to protect your ideas in their pocket. <laughs> what? <laughs> Who's fucking side are you on, man? <laughs> He's the practice dummy. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's it's like you sold you sold some people some trick brain pants. It's like, hey, these will protect your brain ideas, and that's me. <laughs> the secret is. The secret is the yeah the pockets they just the thieves get right in there. Ryan specifically, he knows how to tear those pants right open. It doesn't say on the tag of the pants somewhere like not good for thieves, not, not good, good for preventing not thieves. Not good for these pockets will open up and just let your ideas all out. Zero percent thief protection pants. That's but sure. hey, they look good. Uh, all right, so let's hop in and see what we've got in the hopper. All right, Human Rocket says Carl Sagan's Rainbow Six. Um, so I guess this is probably maybe some sort of a strike squad, um, like a special forces style, like, but it's Carl Sagan. So is it all about like, um, cosmic, um, understanding and unity? And this is a good point. Is, is it a, is it a strike force that teaches science or is it the sixth rainbow? You know? <laughs> oh, wait. Like, oh. like, think about it. We're, so you're getting pretty literal about it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Like, what if there were a phenomenon that we discovered that was just like, oh, shit, there are six rainbows around this planet. Oh. There are six different types of rainbows. Rather than, yeah. like, the... No, the, or the way, there are five rainbows, but Carl Sagan... He found the I sixth. had a theory about a sixth. Yeah. Is it kind of like, you see the, the double rainbow, double rainbow is, like, mind-blowing. Triple rainbow, triple rainbow is, like, super mind-blowing. <laughs> if you can get up to six, you get, like, Carl Sagan's level of understanding of how the cosmos works. Yeah, it, it's like the, that expanding brain meme, but Carl Sagan is, like, six levels down, you know? <laughs> how, like, much, how much How much? mind-blowing do you think a person can handle oh God. before their mind literally bl- it blows? pops? Uh, their, head, their head explodes? Yeah. Mm. I imagine that's a pretty visceral experience. Having your mind just like utterly destroyed by seeing six, I, the sixth yeah, the rainbow. sixth rainbow. I mean, think yeah. that, that's a, that's a lot of rainbow to so get. So for through. those of the, for those of us who can survive the experience, that's when they become a Carl Sagan. Yes, mm-hmm. that's you, become you, a... you achieve true understanding. Either that, or it's trying to um, maybe the human rocket here is trying to get at uh, the breach mode in Rainbow Six, <laughs> or what is. It? There's like some mode I think where like the the shit like all the enemies in the map just like try uh-huh. to hunt you down basically. Yeah. Only in this version it takes place within the entire cosmos instead of just like a regular small map. Mm-hmm. So you've got like space aliens popping through. That would be incredibly boring though. Trying to find somebody on a map the size of the cosmos. Yeah. I think the loading time would just not be worth it. I mean, I feel like that's just kind of life. Yeah, that's life in general. You know, you try to find one person to love forever, and it could be anywhere in the cosmos. Probably on the moon. 
Probably, probably <laughs> statistics statistics point to them probably being on the moon. If I know anything about statistics and my love, my perfect my perfect girl is going to be on the cosmos. That's probably what um, JFK thought. <laughs> find me, find me my moon princess. Bring back my princess. He was really in the Japanese mythology. <laughs> All right, let's throw it in with something else. Um, so, user Spiral Dawn says, when you hit puberty. You start to mature into a fantasy creature while still maintaining your personal identity. You know what's a fantasy creature for me? What's that? Elves. The perfect man. Perfect man? Like a perfect the, man. The Schwarzenegger? That's not a fantasy. Like the brawny, the, the brawny man. Oh, the brawny man. That is a fantasy Or figure. Mr. Clean. Mr. Clean is definitely like this. <laughs> Mr. Clean. Yeah, <laughs> that's that's where I'm at. I would get a toupee. Who would win in a fight? Uh, the brawny man or Mr. Clean? There's got so it's got has Dude. to have someone has to have entertained that very question before in some animation or video. Well, it probably actually has just turned into like a like a slash fix sort of a thing. I guarantee you that if you like looked up Mr. Clean Brawny Man slash fix, you would find well well a more. lot of a lot of text about them boning. Yes, probably yes. <laughs> more than a weekend's yeah. reading worth. I, I would guarantee you that. That's a really good buff gay couples costume oh yeah you get the squeaky clean like <laughs> mr clean is like a club sort of a guy you know That's, like yeah. they could say all sorts of funny clever gay things throughout the night like we make a big mess together. <laughs> oh man so, so so we have to clean it up we have just the tools for the job <laughs> <laughs> tools for both jobs god i wish i was gay this sounds great yeah <laughs> There's so much, so much, so many fun puns you can get into. I would definitely be more of a uh, brawny man for sure if I could achieve that physique. You're more of a brawny man than a Mister Clean. Yeah, I don't like. I don't like good. I think I could pull off the shaved head look. So when you hit a when you hit puberty in this world, you would imagine that you're going like, turning slowly into a, a brawny sort of a guy. Like a lot of your friends are turning into orcs and elves and. That sort of stuff. Yeah. You're like slowly turning into the brawny guy. I mean, I don't, I don't know what other better options there would be, though. Probably not many, except for like a, a vampire or something like that, or a Voldemort. I guess, yeah, just like a hotter, more bloodthirsty version of myself <laughs> would be okay. Yeah, more pale somehow. Yeah, with a lot of pimples as you're going as you're transitioning through this phase, though. That's true. Yeah, I feel like it's pretty close. A lot of kids kind of turn into weird orcish and goblinish creatures there for like a, a year or two. That would make puberty so exciting. Do you think? Do you think that like whatever your parents are help to determine that, or is it just like a roll of the dice every time? I think it's a complete roll of the dice. It's a clusterfuck every time. That makes it so much better. Are there things <laughs> that you can do? Maybe it's like maybe it's like you know how some people are just like if you have sex. During the full moon, you're going to have a girl or something like that. Oh, yeah. Or if you stand up immediately afterwards, you're going to have an orc. <laughs> if you have sex during the full moon, you'll become a werewolf. <laughs> <laughs> so, exactly. Maybe there are things like that where there are things that kids, like, um, I don't know, what, what is what is it, like, wives' tales or whatever, uh -huh. that thing that people are doing to try to, like, lock in the course that they want mm -hmm. if you, further. If you spread if you bleach across your skin every day, you'll become <laughs> Mr. Clean. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Becoming the brawny man is difficult because you have to wrap yourself in paper towels. But if you do it too much, you become a, a mummy. Yeah, exactly. And yeah. that probably goes both ways too. Parents are probably doing like certain things to try and make sure that when their kid goes through puberty, it'll turn into like you know like a yeah the right the right kind of yeah the right kind of fantasy creature. Yeah, because I mean if you if you imagine like after you go through puberty, you turn into whatever you are. So like you'll be out. Like, when you're dating and looking to get married, you're going to probably, if you're an elf, you're going to want to marry, like, an elf or a fairy or, like, something like that. Or if you're, like, a real gross slut, you want, like, a satyr or a centaur or something like that. <laughs> but nobody wants a kobold. No, well, I mean, kobolds want kobolds, probably. But they, no, I don't, I don't even goddamn think kobolds want kobolds, man. Okay, but you know you're... that there are, there are parents out there who are totally training their kids to be Urukai so that they can get <laughs> into the football team and just fucking demolish. <laughs> yeah. But then they get like a like a fairy or a nymph or something like that. Yeah, man. I yeah, I do not know how I feel about this because there's a lot of like level one D and D type monsters out there that no one wants to turn into. Like a dire rat. Like a dire rat. Yeah, that's a perfect example. Just a rat, but bigger. That's what you want after puberty. Oh, that's got to be. Oh man, that's they're so dangerous. There's so many like um games that start off with like oh uh old old widow Willikers basement is infested with dire rats. You got to go do something about it. 
And so the hero goes down there and just clubs dire rats. But that could be a slumber party for like a, a whole first, like a, a whole a whole, a whole classroom of children. <laughs> yeah, the, the well, the preteens probably. The kids are all just like napping down there, and all of a sudden they hit puberty at the same time. <laughs> Turn into a mess of dire rats. <laughs> they wake up dire rats. Uh-oh. It's like how do they how do they all wake up dire rats? Maybe it's I don't know. Um, I I do feel like statistically speaking, you're gonna get something shitty. Oh yeah. The brawny man is like that's not going to happen for me. I've just got to. I think there's. I mean, you got to hope for it. You know, you can't let yourself fall into into despair. You never know. I mean, like you, you open up like um like the monster manual. Is a wizard a fantasy creature? Mm, yeah, no, that's a class. I, I don't know. That's a class, but you could become you could become like a dwargar. So like you get turned into a dwargar, and then it's up to you to like study up to become a wizard after that that's on your own what about like whatever species aragorn is like the long living humans uh, or some shit? like a dunadane is god dude god's a fantasy fucking creature <laughs> yeah but that's like a one in a bajillion only one person gets to do that <laughs> fuck hitting hitting puberty and becoming god would be the worst it's turning a pretty great experience already puberty into something that really sucks i know having <laughs> having unlimited power yeah. The ability to stop be a real being bummer. Uh, pubescent. Mm-hmm. What if, I mean, because let's say hypothetically you're a preteen and you're like, God, I can't wait for like all that stuff down there to drop or whatever so I can start boning down. And then you turn <laughs> into God and it's just like, well, now I don't want to because I'm too good. And people keep like, praying to you. Or any 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 sexual intercourse that God has is, is um, implicitly rape because you were the one causing all things to happen. So you're you're kind of forcing somebody to do it. It's like they don't have the free agency to say no if you did. Well, I mean, people usually argue that God gave them free will, but it just doesn't add up. The science isn't there. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, how does how does God? So if God is going to mac on a girl, how does he fail at that? Can't. It's not possible. So it's yeah. like that's that's why Zeus is my my God. Oh yeah. Because he's not all powerful, <laughs> but he is pretty, pretty, pretty rapey though. Like he doesn't, he doesn't have to rape, but he does it. He does it by choice. Yes, he yeah. <laughs> the swans, bulls, any of that sort of stuff. Like I mean, he's just down to he's just down to clown, regardless. And you know what? He's a guy who could very easily get consent if he wanted to. Mm-hmm. He just chooses not to want to. He could just like shazam himself down onto the surface of the earth. Just probably looking like himself. Zeus is a hot dude, you know? Mm-hmm. He's like 20 feet tall. He wouldn't think much, but instead he has to turn into a goose or something. That's not helpful. He likes a challenge. Yeah, that must be it. When you're that much of a ladies' man, eventually you just find ways to make it interesting. Let's see what let's see what else we got in the hopper here, too. So, so far we've got Carl Sagan's Rainbow Six has to somehow interact with the fact that fantasy creatures uh, are what you turn into when you hit puberty. But also, well, in this fantasy world, I feel like rainbow magic will be a more common thing. That's true. Do you think that? And the cosmos will probably be a lot more interesting. The cosmos, the the Carl Sagan of this world is is got probably got some pretty interesting opinions. So do these guys like? So does this SWAT team come down on like Heimdall's like Rainbow Road? Is that why they're called Rainbow Six? They're like fantasy, like Norse gods that come. Oh man, I like that. Like when they're ready to breach, they just shoot Heimdall's Heimdall's. Uh, Norse Rainbow Road. Mm-hmm. They just bl- and that's how they, they blast it through. And then they, they all hop have in their like... carts and they throw bananas at each other. <laughs> this is making me really want to play like a fantasy Rainbow Six. Mm-hmm. Like, has anyone ever explored this concept? Like a like a fantasy special forces group? No, but this is a really great <laughs> idea, though. This would actually be a really good idea for a campaign, even in D anD. D. I think it's called Destiny. It, imagine like an assault rifle, but instead of a barrel at the end of the gun, it's a wand. <laughs> <laughs> got my my wand set to fully automatic uh i think that would actually be really really great like you got a centaur on your swat team like like swinging through tavern windows and shit like that breaching doors by like like horse kicking uh horse kicking them down and stuff you know i like that you're still sticking with the taverns like when i imagine a swat team i'm a picturing kind of our time period oh you want like a modern day like uh, uh... I did. That's what I think of. I think of them. I I think of that centaur when you said centaur. I think of him in the SWAT gear. Yeah, I was thinking of a centaur in a helicopter, and I was yeah. like, how, oh. "How do you get that centaur in the helicopter? What's going on?" Ryan, as much as I love the Rainbow Road idea, the helicopter's good. Yeah, you got to have a helicopter. It's just it's practical. Uh, it's just much more practical. It is very practical. 
That's really, no, that's a badass idea, though. I like this. Like, you've got your alchemist in there, like, making smoke bombs and, like, breaching charges and stuff like that. But out of, like, arcane substances, like, raven's claws and shit like that and dragon's breath. And, and, hu- and Hufflepuffs and, Hufflepuffs, and Gryffindors. Yeah. <laughs> which, has all been, which has all been harvested off of teenagers. <laughs> what? <laughs> raven's claws. Who's- Whose job? Who job? Whose job is that on the SWAT team to harvest the teenage goods? <laughs> the creepy old wizard. He's out there harvesting uh, Granger dew and stuff like that. All right, well, let's throw this in with another one here. So, uh, Tosser's delight also says that that in addition to all these things, potatoes are scarce. So there's not a lot of potatoes in this world. Apparently, <laughs> it's just very few potatoes. People don't eat potatoes. My dog would be really disappointed because he loves sweet potato. How? This is about the only change that I can think of. Are potatoes and sweet potatoes really like? Uh, I mean, I guess sweet potatoes are yams. Is it are yams? Are potatoes are potatoes all, yams? Is, are is yams this like potatoes? all root? I guess you know that's a good question. That's a good question. There's a lot. Of, is it are they, are they talking russet? Is it russet potatoes? Mm. Is it golden yellow? Gold, golden potatoes? What is it? <laughs> potatoes, granny potato. Granny Smith potatoes. Granny Smith potatoes. What are we talking about here? <laughs> I don't know if it says potato. It's a potato. So, it must, yeah, I guess it just means yeah. all forms of potatoes. Well, that's unfortunate. Sweet potatoes and potato potatoes. Where are people going to get their healthy starch? I don't know. They're going to have to go for something else. They're going to have to go for like uh, corn or something like that. A, a potato equivalent, like uh, paper. Pa- yeah, <laughs> like wood. So, like boiled wood. Why are potatoes scarce? Is that because like... I mean, Turned it all into vodka. Yeah, maybe that could be it. Is that do parents? Is that the way that parents have to deal with their children turning into crazy animals at puberties? That like yeah, vodka is really getting, well. Maybe it's maybe it's all the fucking people turning on the fucking kobolds out there, <laughs> and the only way they can get through life is by getting so fucked up. Yeah, so they're drinking yeah. all the vodka, and that's all the potatoes going away. Yeah, if you turned into a a kobold, how bad do you think your drinking would get? Uh, extremely bad. Uh, hopefully, bad enough to where I died soon. <laughs> Do you think kobolds have uh, immunity or resistance to alcohol, though? They seem like pretty hardy creatures. You know what? They probably don't, and that's why they drink so much. It's probably, like, even more effective for them. What's the worst, though? Like, what's the worst creature? What's the worst creature to turn into at puberty? It's, it's, it's like, is it any fantasy creature or just, like, traditional fantasy creatures? Because we could just make up a fantasy creature just like the butticorn. <laughs> yeah. Why don't we stick to, why don't we stick the, to the, the monster manual? Like, any edition of Dungeons & Dragons monstrous manual. Oh, well, then a beholder would be probably pretty not great, honestly. No, but they're, like, amazing. Well, yeah, but they're powerful. Like, they can, like, burn stuff with their eyes and learn spells and stuff. Yeah, I don't know if you, I don't know what you recall from puberty since you're like old as shit, but <laughs> like priorities wise, what were you thinking about in high school when puberty was rolling around? Were you thinking about burning shit with your eyes? Yes. Uh, a little bit, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Or boning down. Yeah. Okay. So there's kind of a trade off there, I think, because boning down is like tentacles? a high priority. But I think that. You do realize that if you can burn things with your eyes, like your social status like increases greatly over all the other people who turned into gray oozes and kobolds and oh, goblins. Oh, that's a good point. It's a consolation prize. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, a little bit. I mean, like, yeah, the social strata is like turned on its head. You know. Oh wow, we just we just came up with a good romantic a romance novel. Its beauty is in the eye of the beholder, mm-hmm. and it's the 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 lonely beholder girl. That wants to go to prom with the uh, the the buff centaur on the football team. Uh huh. And after a few strategic eye lasers, he he's convinced <laughs> he's, because everyone else has been murdered, and she's the only yeah. one around. All all other options are gone. There's no other you know choice. What? How do you think? Do you think any fantasy creature can bone down on any other fantasy creature? Um, I hope so in this world, because I mean, the odd like you. Have I you, would hope so, because. There's going to be a lot of variety. What if you're like the one unicorn? Yeah, if you got me your own like same kind of color ooze, you know? Yeah. I mean, there's half orcs and half elves and stuff like that. So I imagine there's a... Yeah, but it's not like they got became a half orc or half elf genetically. That's just like the fantasy creature they randomly pulled at the fantasy puberty lottery. (laughs) Yeah, it doesn't mean their their father was a human. Can you become a fantasy human? Is fantasy human an option? Because like... I mean, if Brawny Man is, probably. Yeah, but do you, do you just get, like, do you get, like, a free feat, you know? Do you get, like, a, a, a random skill when you become a fantasy human? 
Yeah, you, you'd probably become like a Dunedain. It's nothing great, but it's like, hey, can, good job. You're human, you know? <laughs> You're going to burn brightly and quickly, so you get yeah. you get extra experience points. Oh, that's true. God, because if you become an elf, you've got like a 3,000-year lifespan. Mm-hmm. not longer. I do think, though, that like you do grow up the rest of your life like this, though. So like you do have to like get a job and get married and stuff as a kobold for the rest of your life or what what if kobolds have oh what if as like a genetic survival trait because of this terrible process kobolds have developed um uh, in their timeline their life their life uh multiple puberties <laughs> uh just to like just so they can stop being a kobold at some point can you imagine <laughs> going through your first puberty and becoming a kobold and then after your second puberty Still a kobold? Oh, like that's what kobold you just, like, again. You just spun the wheel again, landed on kobold? Oh, that's rough. But I'm sure people have gone through like their fifth kobold puberty, which is probably the last one. And they're like, God fucking damn it. <laughs> I wasted my life. Or maybe if you get five kobolds in a row, you be, like it's you're like a super hot kobold. Yeah, you're the something. best kobold. There's some yeah. yeah, there's some serious karma that comes with that. Like if you're able to endure five puberties worth of kobolds, like that's <laughs> Somebody's looking down on you and being like, okay, you've earned it. Yeah. You've earned this. So the first 75% of your life, you're like dreading uh, the kobold puberties. And then around the final one, you're like, please, God, please, God, give me kobold again. Maybe that's how dragons are formed. Like once you've made it through five kobold puberties and then you die, that you're reincarnated as a as a dragon. That makes sense for me. I guess that'd be, I guess it'd be kind of cool. All right. Well, there's one more thing, though. Uh, one more idea that I think makes sense in the whole context of this. Uh, which is 12 time Tony says there's a whole bunch of new and exciting STDs. <laughs> and I think that that is probably because of all of the different inter fantasy race sexual yeah. Congress that is happening here. That is really lots of lots of fantasy teens getting fantasy. Up yeah. In here. Like, oh, like you can get like myconid crotch and stuff like that. And like mm. you get like mushrooms growing out of you and stuff. You could get the you could get the dragon scales. Yeah. You could get the black pudding. <laughs> None of these sound exciting. I'm Yeah, I'm not excited by I'm STDs. not excited by STDs. You're not you excited know? by werewolf crotch? Do you think a sexually I mean like can vampirism be a sexually transmitted yeah. disease? Uh if you do it can, right probably. What about like uh lycanthropy? How about that? Yeah. Yeah, those like, that would be exciting. Those are know? those are those are exciting. Like if you bone down and you find out that you got the herp, <laughs> like that's not there's nothing particularly exciting about that unless for whatever reason <laughs> but instead you got, that's just your thing. You got harpies. If you got harpies, oh, that's a different man. story. You grow some wings when you wake up, you're like, Oh boy. <laughs> yeah. Not sure how she hid that in the bedroom, but <laughs> now I know. I guess you could be like a carrier for some of these diseases. Like you're not a vampire, but you're a carrier for vampirism. For yeah, you don't know, you don't have full blown vampirism yet. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's still germinating. You don't know you're carrying it. Yeah, I imagine there's all kinds of really gnarly stuff that happens. <laughs> I w- it would be kind of interesting if like classes, like being coming a wizard, was sexually transmitted. <laughs> So maybe if you find that you're a wizard or you catch you catch wizardia or whatever, <laughs> mm, yeah, uh, you maybe you become a lot more selective with who you bang because you don't want to just turn anyone into a wizard. You don't want to give people power like that. That's like the Highlander. What if the Highlander could pass the Highlander thing on to other people? You know, bone and down. It's just more competition. You don't want to deal with it's, that. Yeah, it's just one more person you have to kill. Unless if you become more powerful with every Highlander you kill, you just decapitate them like a prey mantis after sex. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's just like a never ending. It's like that's the breaking the game, though. Like you're just you're cheating the system at that point. You're power leveling. <laughs> <laughs> are Highlanders a fantasy creature? Are they in the monster manual? Uh, not, I don't think not they yet. are. They should be Highlanders. What happens if you kill a Highlander? Do you become a Highlander? No one. Wait, oh, it just as a regular person? Yeah. Mm. That's true. Some of them had to have been like decapitated under other circumstances. Yeah, I'm sure. just in freak accidents. Yeah. Like if you if you get in a car accident, yeah, you like T bone a Highlander and kill him. <laughs> you cut his fucking head off, <laughs> and then lightning struck you. Yeah. <laughs> then you floated up in the sky. I'm gonna do a lot more drunk driving. <laughs> so. What are the best? What are the best fantasy creatures to have on a Rainbow Six uh, SWAT team? Uh, 
like the centaur we established God, that one earlier. Probably, yeah, big God's time. pretty good. I can't, I can't imagine. Do you think God could create a breach mission so hard he couldn't, <laughs> he couldn't pull it off? It. Do you think God could create something so impenetrable even he couldn't breach it? Do you think God could create an STD so exciting, exciting even he would be scared of it? God as an STD would, wouldn't be the worst thing. Oh, man. Oh, it's kind of like Guardians of the Galaxy 2. Kind of. <laughs> yeah, it's basically yeah. just that. Um, but but it's Carl. Okay, wait, wait, wait. I've got okay. So I've got a new twist on this. This is okay. So Carl Sagan isn't really so much into the fantasy world. He's more of a science sort of a guy. So it's, well, our world's Carl Sagan is yeah. Yeah, but... but is this Carl Sagan running a SWAT to like to uh, fight specifically fantasy creatures? Is he part of like the Science Inquisition with his like Rainbow Six SWAT team, like out there just nailing uh, fantasy creatures? The ones, the ones that Carl Sagan does not approve of. Yeah, so he's out there like going for the, the vampires. fantasy cops. What are you before you hit puberty, Ryan? Uh, it's whatever you were born into. So like, I, after one generation of this, like the whole world is like completely full of fantasy creatures. Oh, I, the thing is, I just figured that everyone was kind of on the same playing field. Maybe you come out as just like a little gray man, <laughs> <laughs> just a little puddle of soup, or maybe or something, something, something pretty androgynous and like homogenous you know that like everyone is the same like i'm thinking the gray man alien the gray alien you know or human well what if you find that more palatable so what if like a humans are still in the monster manual so like they're a fantasy creature technically so carl sagan is running like a whole like a non-human inquisition like he's out there just like murdering shit that like all the fantasy races that he doesn't approve of kind of like Kind of like Steven said. So he's out there getting the vampires. He's out there getting the orcs and all that stuff. And you got to be careful because if you have a if your if, if your kid turns into an orc, you got to watch out because Carl Sagan might be coming for him. So Carl Sagan's SWAT is like a genocidal cleanup. Yeah, girl. this just I, I you know if if Carl Sagan were in a fantasy right, world, in the spirit of Carl Sagan, right there, <laughs> he would be he would be smoking wizard's weed all day, and he would not <laughs> give one shit about genocide. I'm I'm wondering though because he's built his entire life on his scientific research, which if I remember right, there's a whole episode about how orcs and goblins are not real, but stars sure. are. But yeah. in this world, this world, orcs and goblins are real, and science would still prove that that's true. So well, he only discovered that after the fact, after he already did the episode about them not being real. Yeah, he looks like an yeah. idiot. He looks like a complete fool. Like this is up and he has to protect his reputation. Yeah, we all know. We all know Carl Sagan, a man. A man known for protecting his reputation and hating being wrong. <laughs> a man known for using genocide to protect his reputation. Yeah, very, very loves violence and genocide and his reputation about being right all the time. If you do genocide right, no one's supposed to know about this, it. This is the core <laughs> essence of Carl Sagan's character and would go across no matter what universe he's in. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying, his entire worldview has been upended. He has He doesn't know what's up and what's down I don't down think anymore. so. I don't, science is still science even if fantasy is in it, you know? But he can't prove, he can't figure out the science behind this crazy puberty. But yeah, you can, because science works. Not in the fantasy world. Sure it does. What do you think wizards are? (laughs) (laughs) Fucking fucking magic scientists, man. I don't know, I don't know. I I could see Carl Sagan cracking under this. Alright. Just completely cracking. Because he's out there on the front lines. Yeah, he's done several hotheads, real, real known for being stressed and hateful. I mean, I'm just saying, you know, you know, there are scientists who would crack, and that's like Feynman. Feynman would crack. Stephen Hawking's would crack. Carl Sagan is a fucking stoner, man. <laughs> Stephen, you tell us what the objective for Carl Sagan's Rainbow Six SWAT team would be. Share weed with everyone. <laughs> really? Pretty much. You think he would want to do that? That's his, that's his, like, that's way worse. No. Reefer? Have you seen the movie Reefer Madness? <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, have you, have you seen Carl Sagan's Cosmos? Because I'm pretty sure he's high in at least 15% of the shots. First of all, in this fantasy world, there's got to be better drugs than Yeah, Reefer. wizard's weed, man. That's what it's called. It's called Longleaf. Okay, so we got to create this our SWAT team to breach all these complexes and spread out, spread the word of the weed. 
Yeah. You think that's more in line with his philosophy? I, that's definitely much more in line with his philosophy than <laughs> so, genocide. So he's forcefully breaching people's doors and just like putting putting reefer in and people's fucking faces. hot boxing them while they sleep. <laughs> Hotboxing the shit out of it. They he fucking right. busts into people's. All right, homes. close that breach back up so we can hotbox in here. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they fucking bust into people's homes. And fill up the entire place with weed. The breach is letting out all the hotbox weed. So he's it's gotta be some sort of magical breach. As soon as they breach, like there's one of the one of the SWAT crew members starts patching the hole in the wall. <laughs> uh, that's how they find the breaches in people's homes. <laughs> they they start pumping them. the weed in there. <laughs> you gotta yeah. I can imagine Carl Sagan's Rainbow Six coming in and using extraordinary rendition to like pull somebody out of their home with like a black bag over their face. Taking him Filled to like Guantanamo and then just like just hot boxing them in a cell for six months with no <laughs> no representation, no trial. You really have a poor opinion of Carl Sagan. Yeah, you? I, Steve, I think I think Steven saying he just the dude just wants to get people high and have them relax. <laughs> but, but he's doing like this is where it spirals out of control. He's doing it without people's consent and he's doing it without their notice and he's breaking into their homes. With a group? No, I think what happens is he breaches in and he's like, hey, if you want, yeah, some weed. <laughs> yeah. Also, we can fix this door for you if you'd like. We can is fix he, it. We got see, a wizard. Here's, here's the thing. In Ryan's world, Hitler was also a good guy. <laughs> I'm not saying he's good. I'm not saying he's a good guy. I'm not... I'm not validating this. I'm, I'm not behind it. Not at all. I'm just saying that this is who he is. No. I want. I would like to make it very clear. No one in this show is saying that Hitler was a good guy. <laughs> yeah, that's Except not happening. I'm not. I'm not even saying that Carl Sagan's a good guy. All right, I can't even get behind. He's this dead. Guy. He can't be. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. This guy is breaking into people's houses and forcefully hotboxing them without their knowledge or consent. Yeah, that is a little weird. <laughs> it is weird. It is weird, but it's not covering their head in a bag and then putting them in solitary and then like. Well, what's the next logical step? Them. What's yeah, the next logical uh, clearly. step? Clearly, yeah, that's the next. What? Oh, kind of fucked up brain do you have, Ryan? Well, if somebody, okay, Wait, so how so, is that okay. the next logical Carl step? Sagan, Who are what you? If, what if Carl Sagan's Rainbow Six has been around for a couple hundred years <laughs> and the original tenets of what it stood for have skewed a bit? That I can believe in. That I can understand. Yeah, because if somebody says no. If somebody says, no, thank you, Carl Sagan. I do not want to get high with you right now. I'm trying to study for my, you know, my math homework and stuff. And he's like, all right, this is the last draw. Get the black bag out. You're <laughs> coming with not us. Something, that's just not something Carl Sagan would say. <laughs> no, Carl Sagan also wouldn't break into your home and forcefully make you smoke weed. <laughs> so I don't know where we're going. <laughs> I don't think this. he would ma- forcefully make you smoke weed. He would just smoke weed in your home. He, he would just break in and smoke weed yeah. in your home. Yeah, and <laughs> which he, is better, you know. So Carl I mean, Sagan's real, ra- a real paragon of morality. <laughs> yeah, Carl Sagan. Carl Sagan's Rainbow Six is just Carl Sagan breaking into your home when you're not aware of it and getting high and waiting <laughs> yeah. for you to come. It's home. more than just breaking into your home. There's a vast difference between breaking into a person's home and fucking breaching their house, <laughs> right, with explosives <laughs> and a team. <laughs> a squad team <laughs> a break-in you can maybe deal with you can't handle a breach <laughs> no matter how chill it is uh. <laughs> hey the, you know this 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 house has been flagged for breaching for weeks now and yeah it's your fault for still being here you guys are too straight edge for your own good yeah we need to show you how to relax how to chill. Let's relax and, and look at the stars together, Chill, man. think about the stars and some trees, you know? Yeah. Let's drink some unicorn blood and just get <laughs> fucking wasted. <laughs> Let's sacrifice some kobolds. When you are a kobold teenager, though, that is probably the best thing that could happen, though. It's kind of like a Kool-Aid man sort of a situation in the cartoons. Hell, yeah. Where, like, you're at home and you're bored and you're like, oh, homework sucks. And all of a sudden, Carl Sagan comes fucking blast your wall open. <laughs> with the, it's like, it's the like the Bill Murray bomb. showing it at a party, you know? It, it's the same thing. So hold on, let's go back to the puberty question. What was it again? What was the suggestion? Uh, fantasy when, creatures. Yeah, when you hit puberty, you start to mature into a fantasy creature uh, while still maintaining your personal identity. Okay, still maintaining your personal identity. Yeah, so you, you're still you. So does that mean you're you're okay? So I, does puberty, does our puberty in our world, do you think that alters your personal identity in any way? Yeah, but I mean everything does. Everything you experience alters your personality. Well, that's identity. what I mean. Like, for instance, just your, your, just just your sexual identity is something that probably gets, uh, 
you know, well, addressed. maybe alter slightly through puberty. Um, so is it just all these like Urukai who still act like preteens because they're they've maintained their personal identity? Or? I mean, yeah, there's not much difference between a preteen and a Urukai in the first place. Yeah, but but what about a preteen and a unicorn? Mm, I don't know. How are unicorns? Uh, majestic and beautiful. I feel like you'd still. I feel like the the gist is that you still maintain the progressive arc that your personality was going on. So no matter what Carl Sagan turns into, he's still going to end up being Carl Sagan. (laughs) (laughs) Which, you know, depending on if you're Ryan or not, might be murderous, you know? I don't know. I just can't imagine a guy who decides it's okay to breach your home and force you to smoke with drugs. If somebody breaches your home with drugs, that's usually, like, it's a sign of mental instability, I would say. I don't know. I haven't tried it though. I, I guess I could try. I it. think I think there's there's a there's a wide gulf between between getting high in someone's home and covering their head with a bag. Yes, <laughs> there is. And kidnapping them. There's still the matter of the breach. I think that needs to be addressed. You know, some homes you gotta breach a home sometime. It's <laughs> Carl Sagan's a very aggressive friend. Uh, it, you know. What? So, what do you guys do to make friends? Oh, I breached into their people's houses with drugs. Hey, you'd be surprised. What's the success rate on that? (laughs) How many friends you got doing that? You'd be pretty surprised. Yeah, you'd be surprised. It probably depends on the neighborhood, I guess, but. After they become codependent addicts from smoking the reefer with me? (laughs) That super addictive reefer. Yeah. Yeah, Addictive reefer. After they're all fucked up on my reefer and they can barely operate. Because it's such a, a such a devastating they've all, drug. They've all gone mad. I, I just can't help but think that there's got to be like pr- pretty wild drugs out there if it's a fantasy world. And also, drugs probably affect people differently. You know, mm-hmm. what if you're yeah. Carl Sagan? You're a young Carl Sagan, <laughs> a pre- and you've gone through middle school, uh-huh. and you have really enjoyed life because you just get fucked up on the reefer all the time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then when you go through puberty, you turn into a unicorn, and oh, you're like impervious to the reefer. Mm-hmm. And they, how do you think they don't even have thumbs to light the lighters? Hold the bombs. <laughs> you can't even you yeah. can't even light a bowl like so that. So even if even if Carl Sagan could experience a reefer high, he, he can never. He couldn't. He couldn't even do it for himself. He'd have to have someone assist him. Like, he can never roll a joint again. It's just not happening. Yeah, I know. Uh, so I feel like that could pretty drastically affect Carl Sagan's he would, path. That's true. He, he would, can't. He would lose a lot of his chill. You know, he's he's known for being a chill dude. Exactly. If he can't do the reefer, uh, it would reveal all the rage buried deep beneath. I feel like Carl. All that gen- genocidal rage. That genocidal murderous <laughs> unicorn rage. That's why he was so high all the time, man. He had to cover that up. Yeah. He had to bury that, that deep the down. The only way. But he can't. So we have this beautiful, majestic, genocidal Carl Sagan unicorn <laughs> going around with his SWAT team full of Mr. Cleans and Brawny Man. <laughs> billions and billions will die. I feel like Carl Sagan, unicorn Carl Sagan would be on the run all of the time because you you, you know that Voldemort would love to just smoke the biggest bowl out of okay, Carl Sagan's unicorn Is- horn. <laughs> Is Voldemort a fantasy creature? Is like, is it that as specific as that? Well, this world's this world's like lich. Like, so whoever whoever this world's like a lich or somebody like that is going to be hunting down Carl Sagan just so that he can smoke a big fat bull. Yeah, the anti Carl Sagan. What? But the thing about the non altering personality, what do you think the odds are? Donald of Trump, a like actual douchebag okay. becoming a lich. <laughs> um. Um, it's the um, percentage. Good. Like the the Voldemort of this world probably became. Like, I don't know, like a, a cube. Like all rich kids, they just grow up to be shit. I'm sure there are some fine rich kids out there. Uh, I just need to find and marry them so they can be... So they can, they can take care of my life Preferably when they're not a kid anymore. Yes. A rich adult would be preferred, but I'll take what I can get. How would you know, though? Like This would be a very <laughs> difficult sort of an era. So, like, say that you as an adult um, are, like... A gelatinous cube or something like that and you decide that you you're happy with being a gelatinous cube and you're gonna go look for some other gelatinous cubes to you know start a life with like how do you tell the difference between a pubescent gelatinous cube and a 21 to 32 year old gelatinous cube that's looking to like start a serious relationship probably pheromones 
Yeah, I'm, I'm sure there's, you know, there's indications that we as humans wouldn't notice. Like, Yeah, they probably have their own gelatinous cube senses. That There's a little bit of wear and tear in the gelatinous cube that you just can't see when you're a human. Maybe the amount of um, undigested uh, bones and gold coins inside of other gelatinous gelatinous, r- gelatinous wrinkles. Also, just like by the very nature of this entire world, there shouldn't be any prepubescent ge- gelatinous cubes, right? Well, I mean, like, I mean, like, you don't, be- you don't become one until you go through puberty. I mean, I'm talking like a 15 year old gelatinous cube. Oh, well, maybe in this world they're less stringent about that because they're like, hey, you go through puberty, you become your fantasy creature, you're, you're down the clown. <laughs> oh, I don't know. I feel like there's going to be some legislation. Carl Sagan has busted up his own fair share of gelatinous cube <laughs> t- teenage. Uh, underage gelatinous cube yeah. sex, sex parties yeah i don't know when you're a gelatinous cube what all do you have going on for you i mean you can digest anything that's true that probably means it's pretty easy to clean up after like a crime scene. yeah well big time <laughs> or a wild fuck party <laughs> <laughs> or a wild there's a lot of we got to clean up all this fantasy semen this <laughs> this gelatinous cube come Let's just have Tim roll around the room for a while. Sort of just gather things up. I guarantee you Carl Sagan keeps a gelatinous cube with him just to clean up all the scenes. Just to scrub the scenes <laughs> when he's done. I mean, you know, when you breach a house to get high in it from time to time, you occasionally blow apart some gelatinous cubes on the other yeah. side. Mistakes are made. Oh, Mr. Wolf from Pulp Fiction would definitely be a gelatinous cube. Mm-hmm. Oh, big we got to dispose of these bodies somehow. we got to call Mr. Wolf. And everyone's expecting like a werewolf. <laughs> very misleading I, I imagine the, the names don't line up at all oh you probably get to change your name after you become a fantasy creature because you don't want to be an urukai named like i don't know gary gary yeah tim timmy franklin the org i would like to see a pulp fiction style like a tarantino style like fantasy show like in modern times dude tarantino definitely needs to get uh behind the camera on a fantasy movie for sure yeah, big time can you imagine Tarantino's Lord of the Rings? <laughs> Tarantino, yeah. Give Tarantino Bright, like the Bright sequel. Mm, man. They're, oh, please tell me they're not making a sequel to that. I'm sure they will. Like, oh, it God. was fairly popular, right? Was it? I think so. This this is why we do this show, because our world is shit. In a world where <laughs> Bright can be a popular movie, like it's time to start thinking about building some new ones. Never saw it. Oh, shit. There's one in here that we missed entirely. Um Starbeard Boy says, light isn't really a thing. Well, that's just sad. Yeah, I don't even know how to interpret that. I can't even see it. I can't view it. I can't picture it. We all live in perpetual darkness. Like, what's... So it's not really a thing. It's just sort of maybe kind of a thing. Do we still get like heat radiation from the sun and we just can't see anything? Or is it like... Well, we we already live in this. We already live in this world. Because what is light? Um, You can't grab it. It's a, It's a wavelength. Can you hold kind it? Of. Or is it a particle? No one knows. Light is the reaction or the experience of our uh, eyeballs to photons. So really, it's something that only exists in our brain. Like light is really only a experience that human beings have. Well, I mean, you can make that argument for everything. Because <laughs> everything we just experience through our senses, through our brain. Yeah, it, so is, nothing's really a it is a measurable kind of radiation that we know the exact frequencies of. So, no. Yeah. That our eyes tell us, which is only perceived through our brain, which doesn't, might not even exist. Brains aren't real. Brains aren't real. Well, the brain parts might be real. Light isn't really a thing. Okay. Uh, so, what? Okay. Okay. So, what do unicorns give off? Just naturally, then. Sadness. Not light. Sadness? Because there's no light. You can't see the unicorns. What I mean, it's just such a sad... What is life if you can't see a unicorn, you know? Maybe there was light, and then the fantasy creature... Some, some kid turned into a fantasy creature that was like the light eater or darkness or something like that. There's got to be something like that. The fog, the mist. <laughs> so until, until that kid dies off in, I don't know, millennia or whatever... There's just going to be no light for a while. That sucks. That's that's going to put a that's going to put a hamper on a lot a number of things. Yeah, that's a little grim dark. Who suggested that? Oh, guys, it's Starbeard boy. He's not dead. He's still really sad. I think. <laughs> we tried to help Starbeard boy, but we can't. You can't use us. We're not. We don't make for a very good dating service. I I certainly can't help in that regard. So I don't know. Without love, he's living in a world without light. Without without light and love. Keep your keep your misery to yourself, Starboard Boy. Well, he's just a boy. Once he hits puberty, this all makes sense. 
Once he becomes Starbeard Man. Starbeard yeah. Man. And he becomes a fantasy fantasy kobold with a star beard. So what, okay, what fantasy creatures would you guys be? I answered the question. Mm. It's a good question. Because it's like, it's like, who do you want to be versus who do you, who do you think you actually would be? Ooh, yeah, answer both. Um. <laughs> I said Brawny Man, but I'd probably actually be Mr. Clean. Go. <laughs> um... I don't know. I think I'd want to be like a wood elf or something like that. What does a wood elf mean? Like, I keep picturing our modern society. What does that mean in our society? Basically a bum. Like a really good... Are you kind of crunchy? <laughs> just someone who lives in the forest. Yeah, I was about to say, are you a hippie? Yeah, basically just like a really... Like a like a hippie that doesn't have to shave. His hair is always clean. But Carl Sagan's a fucking wood elf, man. Although, <laughs> I think he shaved, but... He leads a SWAT team. <laughs> <laughs> No, I'm thinking Carl Sagan started uh, his Carl Sagan's Rainbow Six as something completely different to educate educate people about the wonders of the reefer. Yeah, and then it just sort of corrupted over the over time <laughs> after he died and became like a SWAT breaching experience. But anyway, that's all besides the point. I thought that's what we settled on. Yeah, but so you I agree with you want to be a wood elf, but you would probably end up being I'd probably end what? up being something really weird like a um, like a gnome, like a wood elf, like a gnome or something a gnome? like that. Or like a, I don't think that's that weird. I don't know. I'm thinking more of like a generic gnome though, like that lives like also lives in the woods, but like is really small and is like constantly on the run from like uh, wolves and trolls and shit like that. So you'd be a, wait. Why is anyone on the run from trolls? I can't imagine that. Like, what if like a good person? What if a state senator is a troll? You know. Uh, they. I mean, by nature, I think he'd still probably want to eat me if he saw me. You know what? Profiling is going to be a bitch in this world. It is. <laughs> Because the sweetest kids are probably becoming the worst creatures. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the unicorns are all fucking shit up. I mean, so long as it's consistent, then, you know, profiling is totally a reliable method of catching criminals. You well, know? Th- we have, we just sort of decided that it was, like, randomly assigned. I guess that's, a that was earlier. Creature. Yeah. So the, the creature that Ryan would be randomly assigned, assigned instead of a wood elf is a wood gnome. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Steven, what about you? Um, I'm trying, I don't, you know, I have a hard time with this. I'm trying to think of some sort of creature that naps a lot. <laughs> a Snorlax. Yeah, Snorlax. Snorlax, Snorlax, yeah. I'm not like a skinny Snorlax, though, so like. I feel like dragons spend a lot of time sleeping on their trees. Yeah, that too. Oh, that's true. That's Do you have a true. horde? Um, in my, in you my would heart. Have, you, would, you would eventually get your yeah, horde. Yeah, I would, I would get my horde, um. Do they sleep a lot before they get their horde? Is that is your dog your horde? Could I have more dogs and could I have a horde of dogs? A dog horde? <laughs> that would be pretty great. <laughs> yeah, that sounds good. I'd be the dragon, the dog dragon. That's pretty cool. Uh, and that's what you want. What do you think you'd actually be, though? Um, Probably cobalt. <laughs> cobalt, yeah. Yeah, the odds are probably against pretty, us. Pretty good. I'd just be a cobalt and I'd have been uh, beaten in the head by some wandering paladin. <laughs> you're just like you're just like a kobold well probably exactly what you are you're like a, a kobold electrical engineer <laughs> just doing just doing my job on your lunch break going home making yourself a sandwich or whatever <laughs> hoping that someday carl sagan will breach my house <laughs> hoping hoping that fifth puberty will hit and you'll puberty, become puberty. The, the the ultimate kobold I'll become the snorlax i always dreamed of <laughs> yes if, if carl sagan breached your house do you think you would ask him if you could join his squad if you could try Dude, out i would I mean, I don't know if I deserve to be on his squad, but I would at least get in on that hot box, you know. Your house would probably already be hot box, though. You know, getting high with Carl Sagan, that's 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 you'd probably, a dream. You probably like if you weren't so blitzed at the time, you'd probably get upset with Carl Sagan for letting all the weed out. Yeah. <laughs> Look at how much weed you're wasting, Carl Sagan. Come on. But then he'd be like, Nah, dude, it's chill. It's chill. I'm here to replenish I've it. got way more, and it's way I better. Have, I I have trees worth. Or maybe he'd be like, oh, you already know about the reefer. All right, boys, let's roll out. <laughs> no, no, Carl, no. <laughs> no, come back. Keep up the good work, Steven. Do you think there are treants who are also just marijuana trees? <laughs> oh, that'd be interesting. Probably. That would, you know what? That Dating on the West Coast as a, a, a marijuana treant would be pretty easy. <laughs> It'd be pretty, yeah. Do you think that's how Carl Sagan took his first step towards the genocidal maniac that he is now? Is that he started burning down treants that are made out of reefer uh he the, the first one was a mistake but then yeah, he I was say, the first one was a mistake but it was just like it was so smooth so good God, it was so the smooth. best reaver he'd ever smoked now he's got his whole guantanamo 
full of uh, reefer <laughs> ink. <laughs> maybe it's like, maybe in this fantasy world, resurrection is a thing. And so that starts the whole cycle over again when you're resurrected. Oh, like the Indian idea of resurrection, you know, where like through through natural birth and stuff like that. So it's like maybe he just kills everyone who isn't a treant so that he can have them hopefully maybe resurrect potentially as a treant again. Oh, yeah, Come back time. as treants. Yeah. And that's what his breaching thing is all about. Mm. <laughs> he's, tra- he's trying to, yeah, he's trying to turn children into treants ahead he's of He's like, time. are you a treant made out of weed? No? Okay. No? <laughs> But he always asks. Yeah, he does <laughs> ask. But the thing is, if you answer yes, he's still going to kill you. <laughs> <laughs> and smoke you. He's just going to be really disappointed when you don't light up. Oh, or maybe the SWAT team, like, busts into, I don't know, orphanages or schools or whatever. And just, maybe there's a way to test the kids to see what they're going to turn into. Mm. <laughs> or maybe he's trying to force people to, he's got, like, all kinds of, like, genetic experiments that he's got going on. He's trying to force people to turn into... Kind of like in the X Men movie, or like that could be it. Maybe maybe the weed plant treant wasn't originally a thing, but then he oh, he, he mutated. He, yeah. yeah, yeah, and he made that. Carl Sagan is like the um, Sauron of this world, <laughs> uh, of this world, of of this fantasy world, <laughs> yeah, and of our world, <laughs> and our world. Well, Saruman did have a couple couple millennia where he was pretty chill, mm-hmm. you know. He wasn't all bad. And he started grinding up all those trees. Maybe that's just exactly what it was. Carl Sagan wasn't. All- like in our in our world, he's he was an immortal, so he never had he, yeah. the time to go crazy. Yeah, he didn't go Saruman style, or to be lured to the to like the evil side by the Dark Lord or anything. The Lord of Darkness. Yeah, happens to the best of us. I want to be a Balrog. <laughs> Shit, I didn't even I completely forgot that was an option. Let's all be Balrogs. Balrogs. I don't know. Is that a world? That might be a world. There she blows. All right. Well, thanks for tuning in again uh, to Disposable Worlds. Um, if you want to hear some previous episodes, hop onto our website, radbotproductions.com. Listen to those episodes. Listen to all of them. Listen to a bunch. We've got hours of them. Check us out on Facebook at Disposable Worlds and on Reddit. Um, you can submit ideas to us at our subreddit, Disposable underscore Worlds. Actually, it's just Disposable Worlds, no underscore. I take that back disposable worlds the subreddit you lying bastard that's all i know i'm gonna stop listening to this show <laughs> just because of you <laughs> thank you to everyone from Belafonte for the use of our theme song bastion um off their ep prime meridian which you guys can find on apple music and spotify just search for Belafonte. do it all right until next time thanks to everybody that submitted ideas human rocket spiral don tossers delight starbeard boy and 12 time tony Thanks again. We really owe you one. <laughs> we'll catch you next time.